This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians, featuring the shows such as the Goatheads Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast. We cover Bills, Sabres, and more, with more shows on the way very soon. And the Cast Source Podcast Network covers many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. Featuring the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, Trivia, and more of the Buffalodian Podcast. All right, let's go. We are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Moss and Mike Marino. And you know what time of the week it is. It's time for the Happy Funky Friday specials. And we cannot wait to get this going for you. But, fellas, first, Dom, you were at Banditland. You were in the trenches last week when they put up a phenomenal 20-8 victory over Rochester. Unbelievable! First of all, uh, I was producing the game, and I have to take a, a I have to take a highlight for every score and pick some to play after the game. Horrible job the other day because there were twenty of them, so it was it was unreal. They broke their their team record, right? Scoring wise in the postseason, is did they break any other record? Do you know of or no? Yeah, but did they? They just ate. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was it was Rochester never led. It was eight six at one point, and they scored. And that was twenty to seven, so they scored twelve of the next thirteen goals. Even yeah. the backup goalie had to get in. It was so it was so bad after three quarters. Rochester pulled their starter to put their backup in, and then midway through the fourth quarter, put their starter back in the game because their backup was so bad. So, um, you it's know, a I goalie carousel. Yeah, I do say like the bandits, like they got better looks in Rochester, but I do have to say this, like we used we, we always make fun of Matt Vince and all this, but their goaltending was actually horrific. Like it was some of the worst goaltending I've seen at the bandits game, like either side. Like it actually you think both sides it was bad? No, Vince was good. Um I we like to make fun of Vince, but like No, he pretty he was pretty locked down. He was goalie's trash. Like with a capital T trash. <laughs> Maybe in all caps, that entire word. Yeah, I mean, when you're switching out halfway through a game and then you switch back, you just know nothing. nothing's working. The coach is spiraling. That that bench is in shambles. Like, nothing can possibly save it. But, I mean, I, I could I not believe it. I happened one time with the Sabres against, like, the Penguins and a regular season game when, like, I think Miller started, sucked. They put Enroth in. He sucked, so they went back to Miller. They lost, mm-hmm. like, I think I, I got I might have to look that up. I'm I'm 95 sure that happened at one point. But yeah, no, that's it, it was a quality win, and now they get to play the lads from Toronto, the rivals. Best of three could be done by this weekend because they play Friday in Buffalo, Saturday in Toronto, and then next Friday if necessary in back in Buffalo. So yeah, I mean, we know they're gonna play tough though because that of course is the game we went to a couple weeks back. Um, it was. 
neck and neck pretty much the entire game score for that well actually we were the bandits were behind quite a bit in the beginning and then they got up and it was score after score alternating so it was just it's it's a rivalry it's they're gonna play each other tough and it's gonna be a good series i would say i i don't i hope they don't need all three games but the home crown at bandit land might might do something here i don't know i mean one game at a time one, one game, game at a time. One week. We're gonna start time. a trend of winning championships for Buffalo. Call right them now. They're the first domino to fall. Then they push the Bills and then the Sabers. So we'll. I think. I think the Bandits are a good start at this point. So last Buffalo sport remaining right now before the imminent all total eclipse of an off season. So Bison's. We're, we're waiting for. Oh yeah, Bison's. I'm talking the, like fact. The disrespect. I know. I You're know. talking to the Buster Bison right now. Yeah, they, I know. Won, they won last night. They came back for the boys down 9-5 on the bottom of the eighth. Rally yeah, they also top. last week lost 14-2 to against Wooster. I mean, so, like, how does that happen? record like right now? They, they Sub-500. They're 14-20. and 20. Okay. They're not rolling. No, no. no. But listen, listen. They, they made stalling. new rules. As we trans- I guess we're transitioning to slightly a Bison stock. They made new rules for <laughs> The first half, second half record. So you're you could suck on the first half, but if you kill on the second half, you could make the playoffs. So come on now, just start bringing Blue Jays players down for the second half. Just, just get the scouting report, you know, lay the land, and then the second half they're gonna take off. I mean, they they hit a couple homers last night. Gotta love a good crack of the. It bat. is amazing though. It is amazing though looking at the the scorecard of the game. And seeing how like one guy for like the they play the Syracuse Mets has like probably like seven bombs or eight bombs, and the entire Bison's lineup has that total. It's really remarkable. Mm-hmm. The Bison's are like the worst hitting power hitting team. Like it would be different if they sucked and they were releasing bombs. It might have been entertaining, but like it's funny that you're saying something good about a team that has the word Mets in it. Normally, that's not the connotation you're hearing, you know, or the word Yankees for that matter. Am I right? Hmm. Mm. I'm not even going to comment because this is going to open up a hole. Are the Yankees in last right now? Yeah. 10 games back. Them yeah. and the A's are the two teams in Major League Baseball that are 10 games back of the division leader. Yeah. they're. Uh, Judge was injured for a little bit, and I don't want to say that, you know. World Series or bust? He was their team, but he's a big is this part it of their for team. It should be it for Cashman, but as a Red Sox fan, you want Cashman to stay as long as possible. I mean, he signed what? That Rendon guy to a $144 million contract, and he has a chronic back injury. Yeah, yeah. It's everyone's worried with Dal- Dalton Kincaid with the Bills. Yeah. Well, I'm really probably excited for Giancarlo Stanton. He hasn't been able to play a full season, and he's out for two yeah. months. No, Mike, Mike has not been. Mike Stanton. Wait, 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 also, remember when they signed Aaron Judge to that big contract, but he also always gets hurt every once in a while, and now he's also hurt? Yeah, yeah, and that's why they're not, they're not really – I mean – Doing all right now. I think we're gonna see it. Can uptick. I ask you one question? As a sincere Yankee, I gotta ask: What do you think Aaron Hicks has over the Yankees uh, organization? Because that guy sucks, and he always plays. What do you, he's got? Yeah, he's got something in his back pocket. He's he's definitely just extorting them to give him playing time on the field. Like, there's no question. But I I, I don't know. It might be some inner dealings with uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, he could expose to the league and get someone's license or get fired, whatever. I don't know. So I, yeah, some ethics violations. So I think I think that might be it. But yeah, they're not doing too hot right now. I will say that. I'll a, I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. What a what a wild turn that became. 
Yeah, bandits, bisons, Yankees poop. You know what I mean? That was something. So you get for being a Yankees fan. Like, it's like, oh my it's god! Like rooting for the, it's like rooting for the Leafs or the Mike. What Lakers baseball? Do you follow a baseball team? Um, Who's like your preferred team? I don't even know. Um, if I watch baseball, I kind of just watch it. I don't really root for one specific team. Yeah, I respect it. Are you a fan of the rule changes that make the games roughly like two and a half hours? I do. I will say, as a more casual baseball fan, the pitch clock is definitely yeah um, preferred to get the game rolling. Yeah, yeah. So you're not sitting on the couch for four hours. Yeah. Well, now what they got to do is they got to figure out how to not make it as home run heavy. Mm-hmm. It's a home run. It's still home runs and strikeouts. Give them They're t-ball right. bats, just little but ones. They got to they got to in the strike zone. Before we move on. You said a perfect example. You said the Yankees and a pile of crap. You should have the image of the Jurassic Park uh, poop. You know how they, they they see the dinosaurs and there's just a pile of poop. And then said the Yankees logo. That's a great thing to talk about on a Friday morning. Yeah. 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 yeah gotta, love, gotta love the funky Friday fun time. You know? Yeah. Dom's Dom Dom is only worried about the clips. He's only worried about the TikToks. He's he's get he's a clip machine. He's getting it ready to go. I'm the dialed in from Jurassic there. Park. That is something. Don't be eating your cereal while listening to this. Okay. There might be some Jurassic poop in it. But I don't know. I don't know. Let's just move on. Let's 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 get off of this right now. And Mike, I think it's time for the would you rather. I I yeah, let's just let's just take it. Just take it. We're done. We're done. We're just take it. Take it. Okay. I'll give you guys a second to to recollect yourself here. We're this recollecting. We're recollecting. Okay, okay I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, as if you're a professional athlete, would you rather maybe go out a little bit early to where you still had a few years left in your prime and you probably could have put up some good numbers and maybe won like a championship or something. Or would you have rather maybe gone out a little late where you're kind of a washed player and it's like, you're not the same as you used to be in a kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say like hurts your legacy, but it's like kind of like asterisked at the end so overall. Would it, it kind of be like Andrew Luck for the first part and like the second part? Yeah, so like like a Barry Sanders or like Barry Sanders, Locke. Is, Barry Sanders is probably a better one. So just um, re- repeat it one more time for the general public. Just, and I got so let me run it, let, let it cook, marinate for a little more. Okay, would you rather if you're a professional athlete retire mm-hmm. early where you still have stuff in the tank mm-hmm. or retire when you're kind of washed and you're not mm-hmm. the same as you used to be? Like you okay. stuck around for too long, like Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady. I'm don't kidding. Know. I'm kidding. It was just like, like one iffy like season. Maybe like Roethlisberger. Yeah. Roethlisberger's good. I was thinking like Albert Pujols. Yeah. Like he was sure. betting over, he was betting 300 for the like, longest time of his career, and then he played for so long that he that he sucked for so long. For all those yeah. Years. Angelos, his career betting average is like 296 now, which kind of sucks. But yeah, I would definitely be the first one. I'd rather retire on top than on Yeah. Top. No, yeah, you, you go out on a high note, like the classic saying, like, I'd rather do that. Like, if you are coming off of, say you had a fantastic NFL season or whatever, right? And you're just like, all right, I'm like at the point now where I can start thinking about retirement and I don't want to regress and then have to work my way back to here to retire and be like content with it. I would totally do it. I would totally retire. Barry Sanders also played like ten years, so it's not like he played. It's not like you didn't 
doesn't necessarily mean you have a short career, but yeah, yeah. I would, I'd rather retire on top than realize I played for too long. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I would pick if I'm enjoying playing and there's like something I wanted to continue doing, like I would just because like, I'd want to play as long as I could, you know, if it's like, it's like your job, it's like your career, it's your life's like passion, I guess. So like, why not play as long as you can, you know, like if you get your dream job, you want to do that for as long as you can. So why not play as long as you can, honestly? Yeah. Honestly, it kind of matters with sport too, because like football, I'd rather retire on top because I would probably not want to play too long. So that my possibility of like having arthritis all over my body, but like if we were talking baseball, yeah, I'd a little longer. Arthritis all over my body. It's like like it covers your body or something. Like Joe Montana walk out during Super Bowl Fifty, my man could barely move. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, I'm with you on that. Go out before the arthritis takes me. I think that's definitely that's definitely the consensus here. Jeez, Joe Montana Super Bowl Fifty. That image is just in my head now. That that's horrible. You're right. He looked like he looked like he was getting pulled on a mirror. Look at um, he wasn't even functioning. Look at Earl Campbell. Yeah, dude is beat up, but dude is a beast power runner. Oh my god, they exploded out of his jersey one game. Yeah, yeah he did. I guess he like that was that's an insane club. It is. I, that, I would that's like all time. I would highly recommend watching Earl Campbell highlights every once in a while. It's a really good motivator. Dude was a unit. And then mm-hmm. what do you do? I think he hurt his knee or something, and then he's just—he only played for like <laughs> six seasons or seven seasons. I don't yeah, because he just got just dis- like destroyed. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Well, look at Todd Gurley. Yeah, chalk that up as a chalk that up as a chalk that up as something as a fan of the game you just hate to see. Yeah. Oh well. On a somber note, yes, Dom is absolutely right. That is what you hate to see as a fan of like any game, any sports fan, anyone getting injured and then just not coming back the same. It's always a worry, especially for our favorite players. Um, but all right, Dom, it's time for the Pastor Fryman Hall of Fame. Who are you inducting? I got to get music for this, like some triumphant, like like you know the trumpet calls and whatnot, like when the the gates open or whatever. Like I, I got to get something going for this because it's like, this is big. Like we're making our own hall of fame here. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta write down the list. Cause I've already kind of blanked on who we inducted a little bit. Yes. But, we'll do that after the episode today. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it together and then I'll make a graphic that has the inductees but on it. I know no one has this person. Okay. For sure, because no one touches the national basketball association. Mm, you're right. Clay Thompson. Mm. Mm. He sucked all playoffs. He's had one good game out of what they played seven games the first series. They played what's three one so four. They've played eleven games. He might have he might have been good in like two of them, maybe three. He was terrible. He took he hits a three. He hits a I, I wasn't watching the game. I start watching the game at the end. He hits a three. I'm like, oh Clay, that was a pretty nice looking shot. Dude has three threes for nine points. And then he proceeds to, in the final minute, takes two shots that are just hero ball shots. I also would highly recommend watching, looking up, you know, after you watch some Earl Campbell highlights, look up Steve Kerr's reaction to Clay Thompson's 
hero ball shot game for uh, Western Conference semifinals because it is some dude got at courtside like the angle where like you could see him lean back going like that and you could then see him like after he misses and Clay's running back look at him and go what the blank because mm-hmm. he shot it with like I no Clay Clay Thompson fine player in his prime one of the best two way shooters ever still a good shooter but. The ACL, the Achilles. He's a t- he's not as good a defender as he used to be, and I don't think he, I don't think he could get open as much as he used to be. He can still shoot the lights out of the ball when he gets good looks, but I don't know. I I, th- I think he's past past his prime. I don't think he's a guy that I don't think he's a top two guy in the. I don't think he could be like your third best player in a championship team anymore. I like your fourth. I think he's I behind actually, the Draymond. I think that's a good one. Did you say he's worse than Draymond? Yeah. Because Draymond, Draymond's a good defender and, like, can pass the ball and, like, do stuff. Clay, I'll say this. I'll say this. Shoot now. Because he can't play defense. Okay. I'll say this. I'll be completely honest. I can't say I overly watch basketball. Not really the biggest basketball fan. You are pretty anti-basketball. Not anti. I just, I don't know. I don't like the NBA. Yeah, yeah, I like college basketball a lot. March Madness I'm very into. Yeah, I can watch but, college. Like, I watch March Madness, but, like, I don't know. I just don't like watching the NBA. Um, It's just not, I don't know. It's not entertaining. All they do is flop. Like, did you see the owner of the Suns flopping? Like, really? Like, hey, listen, all they do is flop. It's just unenjoyable to watch. Because every think, time it's just, like, a foul. It's just, it's just unenjoyable. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm kind of, I, I'm on the same page with that. I'll say I this. Mean, I think Clay Thompson passed his prime. Okay, look at. I don't I think it. he's passed his prime. I think he's, he's passed his prime, peak. Michael. I think he's passed his peak. Well, no crap, he's. I don't think. Peak. I don't think he's in past fully past his prime. Michael, his. That's what I'm. That's that's what I feel. Can't change it. Mm. I will say sidebar. I think he's close, but I don't think he's completely past his prime yet. He did average 22 points this year. I didn't even realize it. And I don't know. I just don't think he's the same player. I don't know, because, like, I don't know. Some of the players we haven't. No, I'm in it. I don't he know. was a two-way force. Now he's just kind of a one-way streaky shooter. I don't know. I'll still say no. I don't think he's there yet. God, my first rejection. Do you have a backup? No. 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 Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna have that confidence where my first one's gonna get rejected, Joseph. All right, all right. I mean, the best thing I will say really fast about the the NBA that I've recently seen. I feel like there's still a game where Clay Thompson could pop off for like you're not wrong. I, I don't 30, know, 40 I, points. I feel like so. that's yeah, but uh, yeah, like I get what you're saying. Like obviously he's not the same as he used to be. Like I get that, yeah, but like. Work. I feel like overall he's not completely washed. Yeah, I would, I, I would, I would partially agree. I, I still think he's, I don't know. I just, I, would, I would partially agree. He's yeah. on the edge. He's like a board. He's on like you know, the, I think the baseball hall of fame. You gotta get seventy five percent of the vote to get in. He's like the seventy percent. Uh, yeah, I would say he's pretty close. Like if if he had like another year where he was kind of like mid, then I would say sure. But like like maybe reevaluate this in a year. Yeah. All right. Well, at least now we don't have to. At least now we don't have to think about other investments. 
Mike, take it away. It's right, time. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I gotta pull up these questions, actually. Hang on. I will say, while Mike's doing that, okay. my favorite thing about the NBA is the Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal clips I see on TikTok on Inside the NBA. They're just classic. Just, Shaq just laughs at them the entire time. It's like four-year-olds on set. I love watching but, Stephen A. cry over the Knicks about to lose <laughs> the eight seed. Um, so fake. Yeah. Julie Buffalo's here. He's like, I can't root against my boys from Miami. Okay. He was bashing Julius Randle. I like. I kind of think. I don't know who my second favorite team in like the NHL would be, but if like the Sabres played them in the playoff series, I'd be like, yes, yeah, that team. Yeah. Like, no, I like, agree. Like if the the Sabres played the Stars, I'd be like, yeah, Andre. Your second favorite team is the Stars. Oh, but I like Andre. But Andre, he give up seven goals. He's you know smart. what? You know what? I like my second favorite team. This is just a complete sidetrack. My second favorite team has always been the Rangers. You could like over there, but um, definitely I've had less. Like I still like them, but like my feelings towards them have definitely become like less important yeah, once Lundqvist retired. But they disrespected your boy. Because I, I mean, Henrik Lundqvist <laughs> was the main reason why I liked that team, and then now that he's gone, it's just like I, I like like I like them, but I don't have as much feelings for them anymore. Oh. I have a question. For your birthday, would you be pissed if I got you a Lumpus Capitals jersey? <laughs> That'd be brutal. That would be brutal. I can't believe it. I was having a cool beer. I can't. Or this is completely sidetracked. But I can't well, it. yeah. I mean, he never played for them. But, like, Still, that would be disgusting. Mike opens it, just instantly lights it on fire. It's That's like, it. right? The like, only jersey I will accept is a Mitch Mamba jersey. It, I well, knew but, you were going to say that. Number four. Number, number four uh, in the Saints. Remember um, when Michael got Brad Parkley? Oh, was Brian Leach. <laughs> yeah, because there's a Rangers too. So we're like, oh, Brian Leach. And then we're like, Park, still a Hall of Famer. Oh, my God. He's still in the Hall of Fame. So it's like. <laughs> That's 220 bucks down the drain. <laughs> anyway, that was a mystery box. So anyway, but speaking of Hall of Famers, who's the, the Bills player? Who's inducted into the Hall of Fame? Who never played in the NFL? Ralph Wilson. Yeah, Ralph C. Wilson. Okay, Jr. okay. Well, okay. I worded it weird. <laughs> pre-merger, I should have said. Oh, so Whoa. he played, but it was pre-merger. Oh, oh. So he only played in the AFL. Yes. Sorry. Clarity. I don't think Jack comes from the Hall of Fame, does he? Is Jack Kemp in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. It must be Billy Shaw then. I'm gonna go Billy Shaw. Billy Shaw. Uh, 61 to 69 with the Bills. Wait. He didn't play? It was 1970. So he never played in the NFL. He only played in the AFL. Oh, but what about the Super Bowls? Did they that count? I thought that was the merger. When did the Bills ever play in the Super Bowl? I'm not. No, no, no. The merger Mer- happened in 1970. Oh, I understand. There's still the AFL versus the NFL for the I, Super Bowl. I, I understand. Yes. No, it's it's fine. It's early. Okay. Second question. <laughs> Who is the last Sabres player to receive Hart Trophy votes? Hmm. I really want to say Eichel, but... Obviously not counting this season, because we don't know if anyone got votes, but hopefully Tage got a vote or two. I want to say Eichel, but I think that's wrong. I'm going to go... 
Vesna Ryan Miller. So what was that? 2010? 2011. Whatever year that he won the Vesna, I think. Ryan, Ryan Miller. Miller. Okay. Joe? I'm going to go Jack Eichel. I think I feel like he got a vote or two. I don't know. It was Jack, Jack in 2020. Jack, Jack got a heart vote in 2020. I think he finished eighth in heart trophy voting. I do vaguely actually remember that. that was- Look it up. Wow. Look it up. In 2019-2020. Yeah, he had 78 points and they sucked. That kind of he hard. Had tro- he had hard trophy votes. Okay, I gotta ask. How many how, how many places is the hard trophy? Like, is it like, five? Um, I mean, is it a five-player ballot or is it a three-player ballot? Yeah, well, yeah it's like there's like a massive list of people that got I think he got like one oh, vote or something. okay. Oh, okay. it's not like he was in serious contention. No, he no, just got. I know, both. I know. I should have just put Eichel then. I just most people like, got zero, and he just got one, so he skyrocketed to the top. He of just, yeah, yeah. He, it's, <laughs> just <laughs> votes, <man. laughs> it's just votes, man. It's just votes. I thought my, I thought my Miller one was like on point there. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was Dreisaitl, McKinnon, Panarin, Pasternak, McDavid, Halibut, Romanosi, and Jack Eichel. That's nuts. Oh, he had fourteen votes actually. For the 1300 that Dreisaitl got. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. No, no, you get 14 points, silly. Is it 14 votes? Is it 14 votes or 14 votes? Votes. Get a .82 vote percentage. Oh, my God. Because he had had two fourth-place votes and eight fifth-place votes. Wait. I don't know how that adds up. That's 10. Right? Is that what you said? Two and eight? That's a 1.4, Michael. Well, that also wouldn't give him 18 votes. No, it's 1.4 points per vote. You did. Oh, yeah. No, it was 14. I don't know. I can't process it. 10 is 1.4, Michael. Okay, whatever. We're we're off the rails. We're off the rails. You just moved the decimal place over to the left once. What? Okay, whatever. Either way, he finished eighth. You should do trivia with Mike Marino and also math lessons. This is why I don't do math in public. I will not Dude, do math. I'm in sorry, I don't math. It. <laughs> what time is it? Nine in the morning. I woke Nine, up like ten half an hour on this ago. Friday. Yeah. I woke up like half an hour ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Last question. Bandits. Oh. Who was the team's first round pick in 1991? Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not this guy. John Tavares? <laughs> no. Is it really not? No. I have no idea. Alright, wait. I got I got I got I got two more guesses than me. He was first overall in 1991. Darius Kilgar? Yes. Yes! What's his brother's name? Oh That's my god, he's up, he's up from the know. stands. Oh my god, what is his name? What's the other dude? What's the other guy? They they have someone drafted in 1996 named Mike Murray. Our criminal law teacher. Yeah. Thought that was funny. It's okay. <laughs> that was funny. Gosh. My dad's going off because some games are getting announced. Oh. Okay, well that just blew the the You yeah. just blew the Friday yeah. thing. You blew yeah, took the veil off of the the whole show. The curtain's up on the Wizard of Oz right now. We were we were fooling everybody and then you're I over here. We're ending it. Uber. Alright. Without further ado.
that is going to end it for this funky Friday fun time special. Is it actually Friday? Is though? it actually? We'll leave know. that to you to decide. Ooh. We'll leave you to put the evidence together and decide. But it's I'm Joe Kelly. And as always, I was joined by Dom Loss and the Mike Marino. And Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Go Sabres. Go 86.